I mean, I'm new to comedy. You could probably tell. I woke up one, one morning and realized my self-esteem wasn't low enough so I get into comedy. I got a good start. My, some of my family and friends have been doing comedy and they just burst out laughing. You guys are getting tired, aren't you? But I'm doing a show on 11-7, and I want to talk to you. Because I'm really happy. That was some good shit tonight. Yeah. I, I dare. Anybody in? Sure, you're all techies, right? So you know how to do graphics and stuff like that. So I got a meme I need to produce. And I need some graphics. And it, it would read, uh, Trump starts coughing. Doctors diagnosed him with George Floyd syndrome, a syndrome. Yeah, pretty good, yeah. Hashtag Trump's life doesn't matter. To, to me, all right, thank you. I, I could go on, but. Misery ends on Trump's life doesn't matter. Hooray. That's absolutely true. Yay. Mr. Weed is so old that he thought Kanye West was an airline. <laughs> he was. Nope, nope, he's running for president. You can vote for him. You can, he's on there. You can just click that little box. I, I saw that today. I stole that joke from Paul Sanford. You don't know if he's alive or dead, but if he's dead, I'm stealing his joke. <laughs> I haven't seen him in forever. And his joke was solid that Con I'm so old, I thought Kanye West was an airline. I think that's a solid joke. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till he dies because I'm going to steal it because he's an old man. Bye. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not a dead dude. I am. If they're dead and no one remembers their joke, I'll never get to tell it. But I, uh, again, it was Paul Sanford's joke from Kanye West. This has been a lot of fun. You guys have been here. I have a, I have a new, I have a new wand. <laughs> I know it's sticking out of my Yeti. I know my Yeti that totally gentrified me. My friend, my friend is very rich, and she was like, "Oh, damn, you got roofied." You're never gonna get roofied again. I'm getting you a Yeti. It fills, it's almost an entire bottle of wine. I was like, girl, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> you are so, you care about my well-being. She's like, yes, I do. <laughs> she cares about the wine. Who else likes wine? Yeah, you like wine? I love wine. I wine so much on Facebook, it's insane. <laughs> like, no one loves to wine as much as I do. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. I love cats. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. All right. Uh, a, a, a few more, a, a few more killer jokes. No, right? Like it's hard to be a woman. What am I supposed to call myself? I want to call myself a cunt face because it's so descriptive and totally accurate. But I, I have to call myself a feminist. You know? I mean, I well, right now, don't we? What else am I gonna call myself? I'm a female. I'm a pert son. Wait, no, I'm a human. We are all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. You don't know how to spell. It's spelled with an I. You can look it up on your phone. Feminism is spelled with an I. Like, I am a feminist. There is no men in feminism. 
But it's hard because all of these words are so political. When girls have a period for the first time, what do they do? Menstruate. We menstruate. It's the only thing you can literally never do, and you put your name all over it. And you think it's gross. Menstruate. That's cute. Ladies, when we have sex for the first time, what do we break? Hi, men. Hi, men. Hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi, men. <laughs> the one I actually do understand right now because I'm going through it is menopause. Because uh, men do not pause on me anymore. <laughs> They're like, oh, she is old and dark and purpled with age. Gross. What? The one feminine prefix you give us, the one feminist prefix. Herpes. You give us herpes? Herpes. Herpes. Really excited about the herpes. I'm going to say my one F swear of the night, and I'm going to tell you guys a pro tip about hate fucking. And it's when, yes, it's when you start to get one of those little blisters on your lip, you know, you feel it coming out, you know, you know, you know 70% of people when it's coming, you know you're stressed out, you hear it immediately, you feel the bubbles, you know they're coming. And what you do is you find your ex-boyfriend and fuck him. Right, that is a hate fucking. Am I right? It's a gift that gives forever. I hate you forever. You'll remember me, you dickbag. <laughs> Is that, was I not meaningful enough for you? You keep me forever. I will give you herpes. Do you see what I did there? Yes. Herpes. You give it to us, I'll give it to you. I know, I wish I had side stroke. If only I had a dick. That's a funny thing. That's the funny thing about, like, uh, like women. When women make a decision, everybody forms a committee. <laughs> Guys make a decision and things happen. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, we have to form a committee? I learned so much from Cheryl, right? Like, she said, lean in, lean into the glass ceiling. And I do that all the time with my cleavage because I have tiny, tiny boobs. So I like to lean in to the glass ceiling so you can see that I have cleavage. Oh, look at me. I exist. Yay. get catcalled a lot. You get catcalled? Yeah, you do now. I know. I don't know if I should call it cat calling or complimenting. Because a guy the other day said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. Oh, that's a compliment. That's a compliment. And I'm taking it. Another gentleman said, you look like you know something. You, you see me as smart? Oh, that's all I've ever wanted to be seen as. I just want to be seen as smart and you smart. Oh, bitch. I try not to wear skirts in the town because I walk by a nice gentleman and he's like, Hey, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? That's catcalling. Also, why do you want to smell that dude's cum? <laughs> but dude, that's gross. <laughs> dude, bro, that's on you. Gross. I had boots all over me. 
it's all over me. So picky. Picky comes out good. Your next comedian, she has, she is a Nostradamus of everything because she knew before. Please sing that song. Please sing it if you will. I know you could have done it. Uh, I love, she wrote, anyways, I don't want to give away her amazing joke, but she's super hilarious and she's so good. Put your hands together, everybody. For Joanna Bateman, yay! Yay! Mom's a Mormon. She's giving away beautiful food. I'm eating it in my mouth. Uh, it's so creamy in my mouth. So beautiful. Everybody, Joanna Bateman. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. I wasn't expecting to uh, perform, but I'm so happy to be here. Um, I have been in hiding. I've been underground. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a, I'm a retired hostess, I guess, at this point. <laughs> I have lost my job, I guess. Yoga was not essential. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out we don't need the yoga studios anymore. They're all gone, and <laughs> I'm out of a job, and I've turned to gardening. Yes, I've been hyper-vigilant about getting the worms their food, and they're shitting out all this nutrients, and I'm trying to harness it. I'm like every day turning more and more into the witch from that Hansel and Gretel story. <laughs> I'm like just like waiting for my little nieces to one day stumble upon the trail that leads to my house. <laughs> You're never leaving here. <laughs> the sky is orange. What a fucking world we're in right now. I mean, like what, I'm not gonna take off my mask. Like that's where I'm at, okay? Do people even take public transportation anymore? That's the level of isolation I'm at. I don't know. I saw a bus go by the other day. I thought it was hallucinating. I was like, are people still doing that? <laughs> like, what is going on? Uh, yes. Uh, I, I've been sick to my stomach uh, whenever I go for a car ride because I'm at this, like, pedestrian pace for so many months. Anybody else, like, stomach just, like, car sick all the time. I don't know if I'm car sick, actually, or maybe I'm, you know, the, like, microbiome in my gut is like trying to tell me something like the end is nigh <laughs> the end of civilization is coming be prepared it's either car sickness or i'm being naturally informed <laughs> that the end is nigh i don't you pick <laughs> depressing but it's pam's birthday and so we're all here and it's actually amazing because there's like a lot of people and they're all here for pam benjamin because she brings she brings the weirdness to the streets and to the airwaves, and we're all so grateful for her. Thank you, Pam. We love you. The world needs more Pam Benjamins. <laughs> Stay with us, Pam. Oh, jeez. 
So, yeah, I did, I did predict Kamala Harris as the vice president. I actually, I did. It wasn't just me. It was me and Ariana Grande. <laughs> we both predicted that Kamala was going to be a part of this blue wave that's about to crash over the United States of America. Yes, we did. Where are my successful ladies at? Ariana says that a lot. Ariana says that at her concerts. Where are my successful ladies at? And then she sings successful, right? I love Ariana Grande. I'm a basic, basic bitch. I love Ariana Grande. I was a yoga studio hostess, okay? I'm wearing yoga pants right now. Basic bitch, okay? Grew up in Ohio. The Bay Area is like my Europe. Basic <laughs> bitch, okay? <laughs> Ariana does it for me, okay? I didn't go to a single one of her concerts, but through the power of Instagram, I felt like I did. And I felt like I had front row seats. Ariana Grande performs to her sold out concerts of millions, of which we will maybe never have again. <laughs> R.I.P. Is it like going to be a A.C. and B.C. now after COVID, before COVID? Like it's going to be a switch. Like I, I was at I was at an office. Sorry, sidetrack. I was at an office the other day, washing my hands. Like super unfamiliar, being there doing some contractor job, and the woman in the bathroom with me washing her hands. She was like, "Well, at least we'll be able to remember how it was for two months." me down uh, <laughs> and I thought I was down <laughs> you know I was like fuck damn but like real talk I'm not taking this mask off you know what I'm saying like I remember a time when I didn't know how to make a mask but <laughs> after COVID before COVID A B C D okay Ariana Grande sings to her audience like this yeah yeah on the ground, very demure, very like Italian sexy Tinkerbell is like the vibe we're going for here. Where are my successful ladies at? <laughs> so Ariana Grande came out with a song that I wrote for her, for Kamala Harris. Yeah, 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 there it is. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I'm a dead animal. Kind of a yeah, yeah. You love it how she moves. Yeah. You love it how she has you. Come along. When all is said and done, we need a warm and a light house. Kamala, she is so fine, yeah. Trump is such a waste of time, yeah. <laughs> Prosecutor and the senator, see the way she like it, how she penned the letter. <laughs> Refuse to relive last election. I'm sorry that I gave you erection. <laughs> you gotta listen, I'm a sectional. We need a woman in the White House. Said and done, we need a woman in the White House. Yeah. 
agree on true information. All right. Are we with me? Are we with me? Are we with me? Yes. One last time. We need Joe Biden in the White House. One more time. He's got Kamala there if he passes everybody yeah she's amazing it's always every time it's beautiful to quote looks like we have one last comedian for you guys uh, put your hands together for pancake the syrup king It. Um, one more time, happy birthday to Pam. I think she just turned 23. Um, I, I uh, need to get my prescription filled for Xanax because I um, I, I lose I lose my. Um, of thought um which one um i got a i got sick the other day uh <laughs> regular regular sick um and i was just trying to keep up with everyone else on the internet with all their problems um i had a i had a partner she was um really she 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 was really up on the time. She had like three or four manic episodes, depressive episodes a week, and she had so many disorders. It was hard to keep up because she was like, "Oh, I like this one. I don't like that one so much." Pros and cons for pick and choose. <coughs> I'm Pancake. I'm the Serve King. And uh, I'm wondering, I, I want to get a little poll here. Does, do you guys instantly throw away your toenails or do you toss them around the room to be swept up later? <laughs> That's not a number, guys. Um, I heard people laughing. I want, I want some statistics on that. I was just in a Starbucks drive-through, and as the barista handed me my order, and I was about to say the final good thank you, he said, "Here you go, my N-word, the soft one, the soft N-word," and I was like, "Whoa, thank you, really? <laughs> wow, I, I made it. <laughs> I'm." I haven't, I haven't, um, 
changed anything about myself since then. I voted um, Bernie by mail, but I put a Biden and Trump post-it note, uh, po um, uh, postage, uh, I put a stamp. I put the stamp, I'm sorry. I bought um, so many stamps um, in the last couple weeks because I hear they need help. So I'm just buying more stamps than I'll ever use. Maybe I'll sell them for like 25 cents a piece. I'm losing money, but I don't care. Everyone's been touching me recently. Um, like my friends, uh, they're just like, what does it say here? Oh, well, I, at least I've been noticing <laughs> I've been being touched more. Um, uh, like uh, elbowing me um, or, or ribbing me. Um, uh, patting me on the back, high fives, massages, like what's happening? Um, do you guys, um, stop touching me. Uh, that's, I thought we were supposed to stop touching each other. I, I feel some kind of way when me and my friends are at, uh, a restaurant and anyone says the word ethnic at like any volume it really bothers me it puts me on edge I was just at a at a, at a restaurant that had a, a trough in the restroom and I was immediately thrown back into a, f a fever dream that I had about the Oakland A's Coliseum that was based on a repressed memory. Sorry, I'm trying to do a, an impression of my friend Frosty Nugs. Um, I could never take it up the butt from Draco. Um, someone was talking about um, doing it with a dragon, and I could never do it uh, with, with Draco because he's like too much of a father figure in my mind, Dragonheart came out at a very pivotal time in my life where I needed some, uh, some guidance from um, Costner and Connery. Hey, I should, oh, never mind. I need to, I need to make reservations um, to see my parents to quarantine at uh, Motel 6 before I see him at the cemetery. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> they're, they're safe and at home. They're fine. Um, these notes don't make sense. Matthew Cork is big pimpin'. That doesn't... <laughs> okay, wing it. Um, I have a roommate who I guess was using the same brand scent and strength deodorant is me uh, which <laughs> I'm sharing something so personal with a guy who won't even share his poly girlfriends poly girlfriends I um, also realized that someone's been using my toothbrush to clean the shower 
luckily, I found that toothbrush. Uh, it came with the apartment. I routinely lick payphones. I'm getting really into blood and spiders recently. Outputs hurt my mouth. Is any of this catching? Um, I have one or two <sighs> more things to say. It goes like this. A wicked, wicked, wicked. Uh, sorry. Um, um, you, you, sir. Anyone? No one's on their phone. I like that. Uh, do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? Because I am like that guy speeding away. I am in trouble with the law for several things that I did not do. I'm the most innocent guy in the world. I mean, just look at, um, I need to stop, uh, keep it clean. My peepee is so big. <laughs> How big is, <laughs> sorry. Mm. You know what I hate most? I hate when, when comics laugh at their own jokes or they laugh right after they tell a joke. It's not charming. It's alarming when, I, when I'm watching it because I've seen you a hundred times before and you can't think it's so funny. I've heard you say it uh, time and time and time and time again. You guys like um, Batman? You guys ever heard of Batman? No? Okay. Uh, you guys ever heard of um, Dick Tracy? Yeah? You've, I mean, uh, Richard Tracy? Uh, I needed to go several hours ago, but my body isn't working right. I don't care what you've... Um, what you've heard about this this man, by the way. I don't, I don't care what you've heard about the Gordon Fisherman. You need to trust that guy. That's an old ad that I will drop because you guys are way too hip. You guys like Robin Hood, the app? Guess what? You just got pilfered. No joke. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm probably stealing that little little news uh, tidbit from Matthew, um, but ma maybe you can workshop it. I um, just thought of it right now. I need to drink more water. Mm. Let's give it up for Mutiny Radio and Pam. Happy birthday, Pam. Thank you. Yes, it's huge. Uh, no, no, it really is. Uh, clips are tiny dicks, yo. Like, why haven't we figured that out? Clips are the cutest cocks, right? Clips are tiny dicks. Clips are tiny dicks. Finally. No, no, it really is real. Like, it's the same amount of like ganglia, like things and parts. 
It's just that women have them all concentrated in this little place, and you have them, like, concentrated over this large space, except that we chopped off the top of your dick. So what what are we doing? What are we doing right now? I don't know. Yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for thanks for hanging out. Just remember, circumcision, his choice, his decision. Why are all these... Uh, Oh, I'm so excited about that. That's so nice. I'm so glad that you shared that with all of us. That's so good. I know mine is too. It hasn't, it's just chills. It's like, oh. It's good. It's the cutest of cocks. <laughs> like, it's so cute. You guys are all amazing. Uh, I feel like I should let, yeah, you can clap it up for yourself. And uh, being here, yeah, oh yeah, I'm a year older, it's super exciting. Um, actually, I brought tonight in my backpack, this is very exciting, so I am wearing my actual cheerleader Letterman jacket, and it is 30 years old, I know, oh look at that, I've got all my, I got all my things, I was varsity track, varsity cross country, varsity cheer, but I have these two like, big things on fire, because I was also, uh, I also turned things down, you know. No, it meant I was I was like smarter stuff, and it's cool. Uh, okay, I should do a cheerleading trick so that you know that I'm for real <laughs> before we're we're done with this. I I'm not 46 because I can do this split. You want to see it? You want to see it? I don't do yoga, but I'm not old, because I just did the split, which, and at this point, it's just like, it's just like, uh, I don't do Tinder, I've never, uh, I've never internet dated, because I'm better than all of you, <laughs> I've never, no, I'm sorry, the two things I've never done in my life, there's two things I've never done in my life that make me better than all of you, one, I've never seen the movie Titanic, I've never seen the movie Titanic, that makes me better than you, also, also, I've never internet dated, because I meet people in real life. Some people say that you raise the bar, and some people say that you lower the bar, and I say meet at the bar. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But now we don't have bars anymore, and it's all weird, and everyone's wearing masks, and I knew that a guy thought I was cute, because from across the street, he said, show me that pretty mouth. <laughs> Pull down that mask. Show me that pretty mouth. Yeah. I don't wear a mask. I do. I do if I'm close to people. But if I'm, if we're six feet away, come on now. Who's going to spit in my mouth? <laughs> At this point, I'm willing to go to Arizona and let my mom spit in my mouth. You know, and I haven't talked to her in nine years. That's how lonely I am. I'm like, Mom, will you spit in my mouth? One last joke. It's a it's a it's a it's a long joke. It's only it's only because I uh, I'm never gonna make any money. I, I have an MFA in poetry, and that wasn't a bad decision. It was just a poor decision in that I'll never make any money ever. Yay! But some people say that you can make money by writing lyrics for songs. So I was like, all right, let's get on that. Let's get on board. I'll write lyrics for death metal. Anybody like death metal? Yeah! 
There's only like nine words in those songs anyway, so I can write those songs. The, the first song I wrote is about things people like, right? Puppies, kittens, unicorns, lots of porn. <laughs> you all love porn. Come on now. Also, end rhyme. Makes you feel complete. Uh, then the next song I wrote, it deals with embedded rhyme or assonance or slant rhyme. Am I TikToking you? Maybe. <laughs> Am I saying poetry? Come on. <laughs> At dawn with chainsaws. At dawn with chainsaws. About carving up dead bloated whales in Alaska. At dawn. Been very metal. Very, very metal. I know, right? The last song I wrote, I think it's going to be my biggest moneymaker. It's called 23-Year-Old Lament. And it goes like this. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom. Why do I live with my... Mom. That's a death growl. That's a conventional death metal. It's good. It gets all the spaces. Someday I'm in pain. Gotta take care of it. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, we're gonna go inside and do whatever we do inside. Thank you for being here. You're all so amazing. Yay! This is also a podcast, and we do podcasts all the time. You guys are so great. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Yay! 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 It's my birthday! Yay! We're not in. We're not in dead air. We are in dead air. We're in dead air, and we're trying to make it stop by doing all of the things that we do here at Mutiny Radio. La 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 la. Gonna put it on. Gonna put it on some music. There we go. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Please.
Howdy, people. You're listening to Muni, Muni Radio. FM. This is Flat Black Plastic for you. Enjoy.
You're listening to Flat Black Plastic. This is MutinyRadio.fm.
MutinyRadio.fm. This is Flat Black Plastic.